They're pretty girls. What's your mood today? I feel like we got a lot to talk about. Girl, how you feeling today? I don't know, but we damn sure gonna talk about it. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Jantia Janae, and I am back with another video. So today, at Dear Pretty Girls Podcast, we are sitting with the one and only Papa Nine. How you doing today? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. You vibing? Yeah, we vibing, we vibing. So I posted um, on my podcast Instagram and they sent some questions and I also sent you some questions. So we finna be vibing. I can say you now the truth and drink. When we get into it, it's juicy. So I hope you're ready for it. Just take a drink if you don't want to hear it. Everyone said, but other than that, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's let, let them know how you can relate to them and show them what you're about. Let's do it. Let's do it. So. With that being said, if you don't mind, can you just tell us your journey a little bit um, in becoming a rap artist? Um, my journey is real, like, very realistic. Mm -hmm. For one, because, like, I've been doing music my whole life as far as, even when, my, when I was a toddler, my mm -hmm. parents used to buy me toy instruments. You know, so I was playing the drum, playing the toy drums, playing toy pianos. When I was a little kid, I went to high school for music. I joined a band when I was in middle school. Mm -hmm. I was in a band in college. Like, so music's always been a prominent part of my life. What instrument did you play in college? When I played trombone, mainly when I marched, you know, but I learned how to play baritone, tuba, Pretty much all the lower brass instruments and um, piano, learn how to read music, and all the different clefs, you know, all that type of stuff. So, what you saying, like, you just basically started, like, within the band, within the music, um, just with instruments. So, how would you say, how did that kind of transform or convert into rapping, or how did you just start in, like, the actual music industry when it came to making music? Well... I always had an interest in music. I'm not gonna say that the band started me into rapping because I was into poetry too when I was a little kid. So I wrote my first rap song when I was in fourth grade. And I remember the name of it. I don't remember the lyrics. I remember the name of it. It was, um, remember the song? It was a real throwback song. Do your chain hang low? Oh yeah. So I did a remix in fourth grade now. Do your pants hang low? Okay. And it was, you know, I had it, it out, and it was all in the same beat or whatever. And that was kind of like my first creative experience with writing raps out. But I was all—I've always been a musician, so mm. it's kind of just grown from there. Okay. And what would you say? Who are some of kind of your earlier influences, or what? Who influenced you when it came to rap? So, I mean, honestly, my pops was probably the first person that influenced me to rap because he used to listen to his old school songs. And if you know about old school songs, like, for some reason, like, after the song is over, like, they lit and lit. But after the song is over, the beat just keeps playing. Yeah. It keeps playing. It was like a five-minute. Yeah, it'd be five, six minutes, and it just keeps playing. Uh -huh. So we ride in Florida because my dad's from Florida. I'm from Atlanta. So mm -hmm. when we go to visit his parents in the, or something, we ride in Florida, we listen to his old schools or whatever. And I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. He was vibing. And the beat start vibing, he started freestyling. Mm. I'm like, <laughs> what was those lyrics? Where'd you get that from? Uh -huh. He's like, oh, no, I just came up with it. I'll talk. How you do that? You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, I'm amazed. Like, mm -hmm. you just came up with it. Okay, so, and I start trying to do it. You know what I'm saying? So we in the car riding and freestyling to them old school beats and old school songs and stuff. That was really my first influence. But then once I learned about the new artists that was out that my pops don't listen to, mm -hmm. that my friends at school was listening to, then I'm like, whoa, okay. It's real, it's real, you know what I'm saying? It, it, goes, it gets ride. deep, it yeah. gets deep for real. So then I was like, okay, I can do this too. Like I can, 
my own stuff. So I started writing my own music. So if you don't mind me asking, you from Atlanta, what part are you from? I'm from, I didn't stay in every part of it. I was born in Grady Hospital. Um, I've been, in, I stayed in Stone Mountain. I stayed, I was, a, I was a jit jit for real. You got that Florida slang too. I see that Florida side of you. Probably, you said you know G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I stayed in Florida when I was in college. That's why I went to college in Florida. But uh, what I was about to say, I grew up off of Boulder Crest Road. Okay, okay, zone six. Yeah, so, bro, like, uh, what's the name? PDE, Paradise. Uh, I used to stay in Slim Valley. Yeah, it's right down the street. Right down the street. Exactly what you talking about. <laughs> um, and then I stayed in College Park. Um, I stayed in off of Memorial Drive. Like, I didn't think. So with that being said, that just kind of led me into um, my next question. What kind of sets you apart from other rappers in Atlanta? Or other artists in Atlanta? Well, I feel like for one thing that sets me apart mm-hmm. is if you ever been to Atlanta, if you ever known, if you ever stayed in Atlanta for a little minute, like even all my Florida people that come up to Atlanta and visit, you gonna run into somebody that's gonna tell you everything that you wanna hear. Cap you down. Like Atlanta is the city of finesse for real. So, it is. Like it's a whole it bunch is. of people out here that's gonna cap you down and gonna finesse you out or whatever. When I was 13 trying to throw a party, walked in out Atlanta? the bank with some, yeah, in Atlanta. Walked out the bank with some money. Not 13, not 13, when I was in 11th grade, my bad. When I was in 11th grade trying to throw a party, walked out the bank with some money. Some dude walked up with an African accent, mm-hmm. said he was an African prince, and he needed some help with something. Tried to help him. Long story short, he finessed me out. Whatever little money I got out the ATM. You know what I'm saying? So Atlanta's a city of finesse. That's crazy. And so one thing that sets me apart is I'm real authentic. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm real authentic. Now he, he said an African prince. An African prince, bro. Pulled out some. You was 13, so I know. Like, I'm not 13, but I was or, in 11th grade. So I was still young. young. You know what I'm saying? But nah, pulled nah. out a, <laughs> some seal of whatever. And I'm really still not believing that he's an African prince. But I'm naive enough at that young age to try to help somebody out. And, and so he was like, let me do Let me help. Let me just hold my money for me. And he did a magic trick and, and him holding his money finessed me out my money. Feel me? So. Well, I feel like I don't heard it before. Niggas do it. It's an old trick. I feel it's like an old I don't trick. Heard when I told my before. mama, she was like, You did fail for that shit. You so stupid. I think I know I what you're talking about. Niggas know how to do that type of shit out here. I can't remember. I was on Metro somewhere and somebody was holding some money and they was like, If you got, if you can show me you got 500 in your bank mm-hmm. account right now, I give you what's in my hand. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they did it, but I mm-hmm. think I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, get you if you listen, bro. Tell me. <laughs> and I was fall for it. Luckily, my mama was with me. Don't fall for it. It's just I was like gonna fall folks, for it. <laughs> them folks with little. I know you seen them folks with a little. Uh, they be doing the little with the cups. With the balls got, up under it. Yeah, with the balls up under it, and they do the little too? game. I'm from Atlanta. I know the niggas that do it. I ain't never seen that one. I know the people that do it. I know the people that do it. So with that being said. Can you share with us some of the um, messages you aim through your music or try to push out through your music? Of course, of course. So my music, like I said, I'm authentic. So I really try to push a positive lifestyle of, like a free lifestyle. Like I know people that live in a type of lifestyle where they say, oh, man, these are killing colored people. Colored people, aren't, we're so broke and we're, we're poor in poverty and this and that and racism and all that. And it's crazy. Yeah, too. it might be true in certain instances, but mm. if you live like that all the time, I promise you, you're not gonna have a good life. My type of music is, listen, we, we gonna overcome struggle. Mm-hmm. We gonna do what we wanna do. Yep. 
We're not going to listen to no one that's saying we can't do what we want to do. And we're going to succeed at doing it. And you just really answered my um, second question because I was going to ask, what do you want your listeners to take away from your music? So that kind of just bumped it up. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to live a boss lifestyle because that's what we we deserve anything less. I know what you're talking about. Do you feel, um, well, not do you feel, before I get into that one, are there any collaborations that you would like to do in the upcoming? Oh, yeah, there's plenty. plenty. Want to drop some for us? I mean, I got a whole project. When I tell you the rollout scheme, it's it's really extensive. I don't know if it's because of my sign. I don't know if it's because of the way I am. I don't know if it's because What's your sign? My sign's a Virgo. I'm a perfectionist, so when I do things, I do everything the way I plan out to do it the first time. Like, not, maybe it's not the right way, maybe it is the right way, but it's the way I plan to do it. So... With how you want to do it, if you don't mind, can we um can you share with us like your first major deal about signing it? Yeah, so I signed a um, management deal, and so I got a manager now. Got everything that comes with that, which means a videographer, photographers everywhere I go, um, engineers to help make music happen. Mm-hmm. There's a whole team behind me talking about that. So that's kind of what came so with Are you going up? It's yeah. only up from here. It's going up. It's going up, definitely. Okay. So I do want to ask you about the new single that I heard that you sent me, Warm Up. I want to ask about that. But before we get into it, let's make them wait for it before you tell them to see about that one. Let's 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 build up the anticipation. Um, lastly, is there any advice that you want to give to the younger artists who's looking to make it in the industry? Oh yeah, younger artists. See, one of the things I always strive to do when I was, not strive, but dreamed of doing when I was little was to not forget the little me. The little person that wants to be a musician, has an interest in doing these certain type of things that parents might not have enough to invest in them fully or might not know how to because they don't have those same interests and they don't, you know what I'm saying, see that same dream the way that that young kid sees it. So for younger artists, practice. Every musician practices. Um, Every instrumentalist practices. Every every person that does any type of music practice. When we was in the band, we practiced. Practice and practice. I was a majorette, so I definitely they understand yeah. how to be in practice. I'm talking about had to do it over. <laughs> like you know how many times they said, "All right, so we're gonna do it one more time." One more time, turning to like five. More. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah, I definitely understand. I was a majorette, and even I'm a um, I help coach little girls at a dance Broadway company, so I do it to them. I be like, "All right, let's do it one more time." Exactly like. It is what it is. Like that's what pra- practice makes perfect. Good practice makes perfect. So definitely practice. Like when I was um, in middle school, when I was uh, like a freshman in high school, I used to put on YouTube instrumentals and freestyle in the middle for hours, and hours, and hours. Mm. And then after I would do that, then I said, okay. Now I'm gonna just write hooks. So every beat that came on, write a hook to it. Once I get a hook, right, next beat, write a hook. Right, next beat, write a hook. And doing that is like, I don't got those hooks now. I mean, I use some of them, but I might not have used some. I lost most of them. But that practice built that muscle. So practice, that's the first thing. And the second thing is, uh, don't give up and keep trying new things. A lot of people give up after they try one thing and it don't work. 
they feel like, oh, but this song is so hard, and this song is so, so this, and I did so good. Yeah, you might did. Your mom definitely gonna tell you so the same yeah. thing. You feel me? But keep going. So two, um, just to kind of follow up with two of the things you said. One, have you got any type of constructive um, feedback or criticism? Oh yeah, for sure, all the time. Did you like it? I mean, well, did it help? It was did it help. You gotta listen. For one, you gotta listen to who's telling it to, because everybody got an opinion. But if you ain't ever did nothing in your life, how much do your opinion matter? So. You gotta take it with a grain of salt. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Uh, everything comes from a place of, even every lie got a little bit of truth in it. Yeah. You know, so if you can see it that way, then it won't maybe hurt you so much if they don't like, if mm-hmm. they don't like the constriction system that you get back. But me personally, Everyone always tells me they love my music. No, I was listening to it. I honestly, I messed with it. I did not. I be trying out the case. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I, I fuck with it. it. I did not. As far as like any feedback from me, I just I could just say I like it. I didn't see nothing wrong with it. I I like the vibe. I like the style of it. I like the way you flow. So that's my opinion. And kind of just speaking of flowing, so here we get into the mental, the physical, the, the all of it, the emotions of it. Mm. So just kind of going into our next segment, um, where should you, or you know how it was going around, where should you take a person on their first date? You saw that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you seem like a laid-back person. Um, I definitely seen a list of places you shouldn't go. Date. So where should you and where should you not take them? Where you taking them, basically? I don't where, know. What you I can't name all the places you shouldn't go. Because we're going to start at McDonald's and end up, you know what I'm saying, there's a lot of places you can't go. I'm a basic date. person. I'm okay with McDonald's. On a date? I, well, first of all, I you love McDonald's. You got to classify what a date is then, I guess. Okay. So for me, a date is just me getting to know you on a, a vibe level. Like me, I'm not into the whole dining at a white table restaurant. Cause I'm oh, not yeah, gonna eat sure. no 80, I don't, I don't eat no dates. I don't go and do any dates. Like a I'm movie is fine that. with me. And just taking me to Chick-fil-A afterwards. It's right. fine with me. Right, that's cool, that's cool, that's a vibe. But like like you said, like I was saying, if you're trying to, if we just trying to vibe, I can call you and we can, I can see what your vibe is. I'm not trying to hang out with no one. I'm not trying to take no one on a date that I don't already know their vibe. You feel me? So if we're talking about a a date, for me, a date is someone that I already know, probably like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I want to, a date is something fun to me. So like the last date, last first date that I went on, Skydiving. I want to go there. How did you like it? It was something that both of us had never did. So that's the type of thing I go. So something neither one, neither one of us ain't never. I mean, maybe neither one, but like if it's something that one person really want to do, then yeah, we can go. But yeah, something like that. So I know how you um, just basically said, like, you got to see the vibe. So let's talk about trust a little bit. What are some practical ways you think you can build trust or how can you establish a strong foundation when it comes to relationships? When it comes to relationships, you talking about, like, relationships that's like everybody or relationships like well, I'm be honest. The ladies sent this question. Like the, oh, the, the ladies. ladies sent these questions, okay. so they probably want to know, like, on a relationship, relationship. So, yeah, so, I mean, first of all, you just gotta be, you gotta be real, you gotta be honest. So, ask the person. <laughs> so they just basically want to know how can you establish trust, trust in a strong foundation. How can you a, establish trust? Yeah, or how so, can you build? There's trust? a Bible verse that says to have friends, you must yourself be friends. Mm-hmm. So to establish trust, you gotta extend that. Yeah. You, feel you gotta show that you're trustworthy. You gotta show you gotta open 
kind of not open yourself for like not doing nothing stupid or dumb, but kind of show your energy, show your vibe, show hey look, this is what I'm trying to do, mm-hmm. and be authentic with it and genuine. And if you can catch that vibe, then that's how you start to catch up to where from there. You can't do it overnight, of course. Of course, there's not no one thing you can do and say, oh okay, now that person is trustworthy forever. Yeah. That's how relationships work. Trust can break real easily. It can break real easily, but it can't be built easily. So, over time, but if you really want to trust someone, you got to show them that you're trustworthy. Mm. So, what would you say um, as far as like dating someone who's, or talking to someone who's like completely different from you? How can you kind of navigate through the differences of the beliefs and like the values with that person? Like, for example, I may think like the the normal is good for me. Like the standard, like you said, we just saying like Chick-fil-A, I'm fine with it. The other mm-hmm. person, they want to go to Sunday restaurant. They want to go spend $80 on a steak. So yeah. how can you kind of navigate the values and beliefs with well, that significant other? When it comes to like, Things that we're doing, I think like um, moderation, everything is good in moderation. Mm-hmm. So you don't gotta go out to get steak every day. Spend $80 on the every day, that's, that's gonna be crazy. But I'm not eating Chick fil A every day neither. Like Chick fil A straight, I'm gonna eat Chick fil A maybe whenever I want Chick fil A. I don't got like nothing against Chick fil A. Day. McDonald's hand out free food every day, so I'm <laughs> it's a real hard temptation not to. Like, because of health reasons, I try not to eat McDonald's too much. I mean, McDonald's got some stuff going on. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> like everything's good in moderation, even still. Like I get them free fries every Friday, so it's good in moderation. But with differences and trying to navigate through those, like you just gotta. I don't know, certain things, it's not going to work, honestly. You got to be real with yourself. Because if I work all night every day and I sleep all day, and you work all day and sleep all night and got to get up early, mm-hmm. then we ever going to talk. Yeah. We're going to talk on a lunch break, maybe, if I wake up or, you know what I'm saying, or if so you wake you like up plinginess? in the middle of the night. Do I like what? Plinginess. I... I don't like cleaning. Me pers- I don't like cleanliness. I don't like cleaning. Maybe cleanliness at for two hours and then you stop being clingy. Then we go our separate ways and then we get your space. But cleanliness is, I don't know, it's kind of like nagging on me. Like, I got too much business about myself. Yeah. Like, if you being so clingy to me, I got to do this and 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 after that. So, gonna sit here next to me the whole time and now you don't got nothing to do now if you don't if you're on the off day or something that's cool but every day you don't got nothing how can i i can help out the ladies with this i can help them i can help them out so me personally i have a thousand and one hundred things to do but i will say i'm at a number one when it comes well number five when it comes to cleaning I would be on the phone with you doing everything. Like, if I could be on the phone right now, look, you just gonna have to listen to your conversation. Like, that's just how I am. Like, we have to be, well, we don't have to, but me personally, I hate feeling alone. I feel that too. So, I be having to be on the If you're not a, now see, my experience with clinginess is clinginess with the added on of tripping too like i'm clingy but i'm also tripping because you're doing what you're doing mm. like listen i gotta do this type of stuff yeah don't trip on so what if you're gonna be here you can't trip like, i don't mind you being here if you off and you cool and we good and you, you know what I'm saying copacetic mm. i don't mind you being here at all but if you tripping because i'm doing and handling my business mm-hmm. then you throwing my whole vibe off now that sounds jealousy. It's like jealousy. Yeah, so that's the, but some things come with other things a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? Like cleanliness come with that some, a lot of times. So I can understand. 
that's my experience with it. Now, if we just on the phone and you can understand that, okay, I can't respond to every single word that you say because I am handling this business, but we on the phone and we cool and you there and I'm still going, you know what I'm saying, come back and talk to me and we talking and stuff. Or I got you on my headphones, so you know what's going on. So you can be on the phone. That's that's cute. That's nice. but Don't be up on me all day. Don't be tripping at least. You feel me? Don't be tripping. That's my thing. That, that energy is added on. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm working double hard. Now I'm stressing on you tripping. And I'm handling whatever business I'm handling at the moment. So. Yeah. So that kind of sounds like something with newer relationships. So with that kind of being said, um, well, first, are you in a relationship? Are you single? Um, not see, negotiable? I'm not in a exclusive relationship. No. Okay. Okay. So are there any common mistakes that new couples make? And if so, how should they avoid them? I think that communication that's what they say but <laughs> I feel like communication on a high level of communication what will settle a lot of like, problems because for one like for instance let's take it back to when you was in, in high school or before high school I came home and I got a friend, you know what I'm saying, that's a girl. And my mom, oh, that's your little girlfriend? <laughs> no, mom, that's my friend. Oh, that's your friend, that's a girl? So that's your girlfriend? Like, that's the first start of, Yeah. now I don't know what that title means. Because what if that was just my friend? And I didn't want her to be a girlfriend. But now I think, you know what I'm saying, what is mm. a girlfriend? And so a girlfriend, that title, can mean so many different things. So many different people. So if we get in a relationship and I say, okay, you're my girlfriend. You're thinking, okay, so if I'm your girlfriend, that means this. But I'm thinking, well, you're my girlfriend, so that means this. Mm-hmm. That's already the communication off. Because you're going to be expecting things that I'm not giving. Yeah. Or I'm going to be expecting things that you're not giving. Or I'm going to be giving things that you're not expecting. Or vice versa, you feel me? It can mm. be either way. So that's the first start. But for new couples, if you get on a like my, my brother about to get married. My little brother about to get married. Congratulations. To sweetheart. Um next that's summer. Dope. That's dope. And they they cool because they have an understanding of what they're gonna do in their life. And they plan things out and so I feel like it's a um it really be a communication issue or people lying to each other. If you're lying to each other, of course. I've had <laughs> I've had my experiences with lying. See me, well, they say Aquarius is lie. But I be trying not to lie. I honestly be trying <laughs> not to lie. I try not to. But Listen, my- I hate sisters. getting in trouble. I, yeah. Or I hate getting, like, I lie to cover myself, not lying see, to lie not, for real, though. Not, I don't know what that means, because that's a lot of. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't get so yourself? much better with it. Now it's like, well, it depends on what it is. Like, if it's something, like, when I was a teenager to so my mama, whew, Right, I understand, I, right. But even in relationships, like, I had to just learn how to tell the truth. Y'all take responsibility. Because I hated doing it. Y'all take responsibility. Everybody hated doing it. But everybody got to do it. I hated doing it. That's just like, everybody got to do it. That's what it is. But, um, like, I mean, I can understand lies. Like, a, little, a white lie to me is, like, something that, not really is changing anything, but it's just to keep someone calm, mm-hmm. right? Like my grandma was going through something, yeah, right, and so she called my mom talking about it. 
but my mom realized you don't really want my opinion. You just want me to listen. Yeah. But you keep saying, are you listening? Are you listening? Are you listening? Mm-hmm. Are you understanding? Get it out. Yeah. Get it out. Just let just let it come out. That's a little white lie because I'm not listening. I'm not listening. But mm-hmm. see, for let me, it get out. honestly, yeah, that's how it is. Like for me, I I have to talk or I have to like if I'm going through something, just listen. Like you don't have to respond. You don't mm-hmm. have. You can pretend like you're listening. Like I would be okay with that. But as far as like you responding, just be like, well, everything ain't gonna be okay. Cause I ain't gonna lie, I do that too. Like yeah. I be wanting people to listen to me, but when somebody do it to me or talk to me, I be like, it's gonna be okay. Like <laughs> I be zoned out. You know, like that, that, even even that, it might be a little white lie sometimes. Cause sometimes it's not gonna be okay. And you just say that it's, it's gonna be okay. There's something okay to say. Something. Every situation is different, but um. Lying, like, to get out of trouble, that's, like, that's a lot. <laughs> you just lied to save your own ass. You should have just probably not did what you did. Or take responsibility for what you did. Mm-hmm. So what about, um, just like how we was kind of talking about communication, so what would be your perspective on the role of communication in a new relationship, or what's some ways or some tips they can help with communication? So what's some things they and trust in the white lies. Um, don't hold it in. Get it off your chest. Get it down your chest. I feel like that's where a lot of communication gets scrambled. Mm-hmm. Like people be wanting to say something, but they don't say it. I bite my song. And then they keep one that say that thing, and they keep not saying it. So then they end up coming out other ways. So now your communication is clouded. Mm-hmm. It's in it. That low key like sending mixed signals because you're not saying what you really want to say, but you're mad. And I can see you're mad because your body language, or you know, what I'm saying whatever's going on. I know that you're upset about something, but you're not saying what you're upset about. So now. Communication is off because you're saying everything is okay. Yeah. Or, nah, baby, I don't want to talk about this. But you're not saying what's on your chest for real. It be hard. Like, I don't, for me, I don't be wanting to, I hate getting yelled at. I will shut down. Or don't look at me like I'm stupid when I say something. Because that's the type of person that you're dealing with. Because if I'm hanging out with you and I'm vibing with you off rip, that already established, I don't think you're stupid. I'm not saying I'm stupid. I don't feel stupid. I don't know what I'm saying stupid. Mm-hmm. Off rip, I don't think, you know what I'm saying, you're of any lesser value than me because we're hanging out on the same level. Yeah. So, vibing. It's cool. But I know certain people don't realize, and some people will. Yeah, or do those, but get violent and do those type of things that people are scared of. And oh, hold on, why? I don't want to mess up because he might. The most thing, the most I'm gonna do if a friend, female, male, whatever, does something that I don't like for real, for real. Now we're not talking about anything over money or nothing like that. Or business or shit. Talking about like. A vibe or energy. And do something I don't like. I'm just gonna either leave, stop talking to them as much, mm-hmm. or just you know what I'm saying, distance myself. Fall back. Fall back. Fall back. I ain't doing nothing crazy. I'm not finna stalk you, slash your tires down and beat you up, and call on my partners and tell them to beat you up, and call my best friend, my girl best friend, and all her sisters and tell them to beat you up. I'm not doing all that. Speaking of fall back, this is where the fans. So I basically let fans send in questions. Um, so I don't think I don't know if I mentioned it in the beginning or not. Um, on my Instagram, I let them send in questions. So mm-hmm. this part, we finna mentally check in because of course we get into the mental here. Go. So 
And it's about to get juicy after this part, so be ready. Um, for this one, just kind of mentally checking in. They just want some, you know, some tips, some points, and they just want to, like, see how they can relate to you. Um, what are some strateg strategies for maintaining a positive mindset and an outlook of life? Definitely structure. You got to have some type of structure. Like, my parents, not knowing to me, but my parents provided a certain amount of structure in my life that, okay, I know that this is going to happen and this is going to happen. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. Regardless of whatever good, bad things going on, I know this is going to happen. And you just kind of don't focus on the negative things. Like, um, I went to church this morning and the lesson was, Use the difficulty. So when difficult things come into your way and obstacles come into your way, use that for whatever you can use it for. Even if it's only a, a little bit that you can use it for. If you use a obstacle for 10% positivity, you just took a negative and turned it to 10% positive. So just use it and Even if bad things happen, being moping around and being negative and being hateful and spiteful never help nothing. It don't. Because there's no reason to be hateful. I'm not a, I'm a very jolly person. Like, I just be smiling. Even when I'm sad or even if somebody do piss, no, I ain't gonna need lie. When you piss me off, I sign this little demon. Y'all know, see, I, <laughs> Look, I'm very um, cranky when I don't get enough sleep or I'm hungry. That's when I don't get my way. If I ain't eating in a long time and I get hungry and I forget that I'm hungry, I might be a little um, edgy. <laughs> so with that being said, another question um, someone sent in, they just basically want to know how can they manage their stress and anxiety in their daily lives, especially when times are tough? Well, for me, I can, I want to hear your opinion mostly on anxiety because I have social anxiety and you, you make music, so you have to go out and perform and present yourself. So, well, for me personally, how do that or how can you push that out of you or if you even suffer with anxiety? I, I don't suffer with anxiety. Maybe it's because I had three little brothers growing up in my household and all of us had 10 friends at the house at the same time. So that's like 50 people at my mom's house and outside and going around doing crazy. There's always a lot of people around. So maybe that's why I'm used to people. And even like growing up in the church, I used to get up and lead a song or lead a prayer or whatever. So getting up in front of people is not really an issue for me. But for the people that I know it is, um, I mean, like, I was in the band and we used to perform because some people had anxiety issues that was in the band. And it was just doing it. it was really like stepping out your comfort zone and doing it. And it after it happens, you look back on it and you tell yourself that you did a good job. You look at how you did and you do a pros and cons sheet. Like, all the positive things. That is things, a good idea. All the positive things that you did. And then a couple of things that you can work on. Like, it's always going to be something you can work on, of course. No one's perfect every time. Yeah. But it's always going to be more positive things, I promise. If you really focus and you really love your craft and you really love what you're doing, it's always going to be more positive things because just doing it off rip is 50%. Yeah. For me, like, that's why I asked that. And when I just kind of, because the question I asked you the first time, that's what they sent. And when I kind of read it in my mind, I was like, I suffer from anxiety, so let me really do hear your point because we're in the media industry. Like, no matter if it's journalism, magazine release, press, something, we have to talk to people, we have to network with people, we have, we need somebody to get to where we need to go. Everyone do, that's the world we live in. Ain't nobody doing nothing in a corner by themselves and making money. But my anxiety has 
shut me down for a, from a lot of opportunities because I'd be afraid to speak. So just hearing your point of view on it, that was some good insights, case baby. Listen, another thing too, people don't realize you're always, always 100% be your own worst critic. I'm gonna say I did 10 things wrong and everyone else gonna be like, what you mean? You you were so good, you were perfect. I messed up here, 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 here. That's here, how here, I here, am. Here. I'm hard on myself. But they don't see that. Cause a lot of people don't know, like if you got a script and you're reading the script to a, a audience, mm. they don't know what's on that script. No. If you mess up on 10 words, they don't know. They just know if you say, oh, wait, I just messed up. <laughs> Look, just play it off. Just keep going. <laughs> just, just keep, keep going. going. Like, people don't realize it's not that serious sometimes. It's really not. So what would you say or what would advice do you have for individuals who are struggling to find their purpose in life and just trying to get through it? If you're struggling to, like, struggling to find your purpose or struggling to get through life, that's different. I know well, people that know their purpose and struggling through life. Let's separate the questions. Let's start off with um, struggling to find your purpose. Like, what's your goal? Everyone's goal should be the same. But, I mean, I guess everybody's mission is the same. So, if you're struggling to find your goal, start off with... Start off with God. If you don't got God in your life, that's probably why you messed up. Um, if you're struggling to find a purpose, then, I mean, honestly, Ask the people around you. Mm-hmm. Get a support group for yourself. You already got a support group. Everybody born with either a mom or a father or friends or brothers or sisters, aunties, uncles, somebody. You know what I'm saying? Even my, I got a brother who's adopted. Like, there's somebody in your life that you know that knows you a little bit. Ask them, what do you see me doing? And they're going to give you a little bit of insight. Well, you always be knowing this. What are you talking about? You come oh, from yeah. a good background, uh, and I, I can definitely tell. You, you come from a good background, and I can definitely tell. Oh yeah, very blessed. Very blessed. The first project that me and my brother put out was called Born Blessed. What was the meaning behind it? I was born blessed. I was born into a blessed family. Good mentor. I was born into a good time period. I was. Bloodline, I was born to the physical, like everything. Like, born blessed. Born blessed. So, speaking of being blessed, we're gonna tap into the juicy side of things. Now, these questions, I, I sent them to you. I read a lot of them, <laughs> but I ain't gonna hold them. I will I go, no, I, I will wait before I take this too. Because I, I ain't no drinker like everybody who, I cannot do it. Your cup almost gone. I know. I was about to ask you if it's um. It's a whole bottle over there. Okay. It's a water right there too. We don't get, we don't get to it. <laughs> so speaking of this truth thing, so we're gonna tap into the truth and drink. This is our next segment and one of our last segments. So we leave this last because of the juicy questions and this is what they be waiting for. And we're gonna make them wait. So the first question I was sent in, have you ever sent a risky or explicit message to the wrong person? And if so, what happened? I, to the wrong person. I never did, so I ain't gonna drink. To the wrong person. To the wrong person. To the wrong person. Like, when you say the wrong person, do you mean like a completely wrong person? Like, completely I'm trying wrong to send person. a, a risky message to, to this a girl, girl, and I but sent, you it sent it to, it my to my mom. Mama. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, I ain't never done nothing like that. I'm too cute for that. Okay, so I be dotting my cues too. I be double checking, <laughs> like, let me make sure this that person. Okay. I ain't never did so let's get juicier. What is the strangest or most unusual place unusual place you have ever had sex with someone? I don't know. Strange to me is different than strange to everyone else. A lot of my partners then took a girl to win the Wendy's bathroom after high school. I drunk without my and I never did that, but I feel like that's strange. <laughs> a lot of people did. Wendy's like in bathroom. high school. Wendy's bathroom, gang. I'm for real. But 
I feel like that's strange, but a lot of people I know that did something like that. But uh, for me, I'ma say honestly, cause I can't even drink my cup. Um, <laughs> the movie girls. Definitely on purpose. I'm giving y'all a lot right now. <laughs> on purpose. This He's game, spilling the this tea. Is, this is game for a high school kid, for real. On purpose. Got two tickets to the uh, most boringest. Uh, Aren't you putting on on game? The most boringest. Um, ain't nobody lit. What you you saying? What what movie? Huh? I ain't never, never heard, that heard movie. of it. Movie, but two of them. You feel me? Took it in there on an off day. It might have been during the summer on a Thursday, Wednesday, like during the day or it's off day, no one, no one's in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. And we had the whole movie theater to ourselves. I mean, what I meant to say was you got the secrets. What I meant to say was, I um I booked out the whole theater. And it was just exclusive. Me and her. And <laughs> get the whole theater out, and that was the most strange thing I ever did. Okay, so have you ever lied about? The number of sexual partners, and if so, why? Oh no, I don't lie about that. For one, probably not gonna answer. Probably gonna divert the question. Why is you asking? You're not about to get married. <laughs> you never know. That could be your soulmate. You never know. My soulmate wouldn't ask me. But if it is my soulmate, then I probably would. Mm. You said, have I ever lied about it and why? I have. <laughs> um, I, I ain't even got a drink. You're, you're a female. I'm a guy. I don't know if it's the same thing. It's not because. Well, it it's not the same thing, but. A female will probably lie to a guy about it. A guy will probably lie to a guy about it. Yeah. A guy would say it's more than what it is when really it's less. You know what I'm saying? My body count? Let me count real quick. (laughs) It only be two. You already don't pass the two fingers. You gotta add. I'm trying to carry the one. Hold on. I'm gonna. I know it's gotta be like three, four hundred, like cause nah, last spring break, be. last spring break, crazy twin, crazy. Yeah. But uh, no, I don't, I don't like that. Cause for one, I don't think. I mean, for me, I, I don't think it's really that much of a um, trophy. Hey, you got a high body. Or you didn't have. Now that I'm older, I don't care. People. You feel me? Mm-hmm. To guys, you know what I'm saying? Like when guys be bragging, oh, bro, I got this many. That's not a trophy. Because it's always going to be someone that's more than you. And then you, you're going to grow. You're going to get older. So it's, it's going to keep adding. Yeah, it's going to so. keep adding. And it's going to be like, I mean, certain people live their life differently. You feel me? If you live in a certain type of style, a lifestyle, your body count gonna be higher just because of that lifestyle you live in. Mm-hmm. And if you live in a more slower lifestyle, whatever type of lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be different. Now, I mean, people be trying to brag about it, and I don't like to brag about that. That's not a bragging point. So I don't like. The question is, do I be lied about it? No, never. You're asking me if me I and that have. girl have relations and I if we're on a type of terms to where I feel like I can tell you, mm-hmm. I'm be honest about it. Yes or no. But it's just so easy for boys because, like, y'all ain't got to, y'all don't have to be shamed or nothing. Well, for me, I don't care at this point in life. Like, I ain't going to never see you again. Mm-hmm. But it's just for boys, it's always been easier for y'all. One of my teachers in high school said that too, but the reason she said it is because she said, Girls take, boys give. What she meant by that? Physically, 
Wait, repeat it one more time so I can understand Girls it. Take. Girls say. Boys give. So it's like you just give out as much as you want. That's mm. good. Okay. But if you taking everything from everybody, okay, I get it because I was like, huh? Okay, I I can vibe with it. I get it. So okay, so that actually ties into the next question somebody sent in. They said, "Have you ever had a friends with benefits arrangement while dating somebody?" So did you have a friend, quote unquote? While you was dating somebody, basically was you cheating? A mistress. Yeah, did you have a side chick? (laughs) You was sitting there telling them y'all was friends, but the whole time y'all had some benefits. I'm too genuine, bro. I don't lie. Now, if you listen to my music, then you might catch on. But I have two girls. Yeah, I did. I I, I did. I will have two girls. Both of them girls know I got two girls on. You ain't got nothing to lie for. It is what it is. Like, when I was little, not even little, bro, but when I was growing up, first time it happened to me, vibing, my partner had invited his girl over, or a girl he was talking to over, and one of the girl he was talking to over, she was like, oh, can I bring some of my friends? I mean, yeah, they cool if I... And two of them came up to me at a certain point in the night and was like, look, we both want you. Hey. And we don't want you to choose the other one. So both of us going to stay. So you can best the both words. So I was like, I mean, what am I supposed to say at that point? Nothing. You getting the best of both worlds. I ain't say too much. Any man would want a female to come up to them them and say that. So. First time that shit happened to me. (laughs) You getting the best of both worlds if you ask me. So also, another question we got. Have you ever had a crush on one of your friends, significant others? A crush? Like. Do I think they cute or crush? Nah, like, like you want to take them. On one of my partners? Yeah. Never. Swear. <laughs> swear. Oh, me, I'm just going to take my shot. Swear, bro. Now, I'll give you this. I'll give you this. Have, matter of fact, <laughs> you had to think about it first of all cause I was back I mean it was really back in like middle school like elementary really school count. on some you shit you could have skipped that like, like on some, ele- on some shit you feel me like on some well, in elementary school there's I'm only really 20 people I'm confused on how you people. can drink this alcohol cause I'm over here shaking every time I take a shot yeah where you went I went to Albany State at first then I transferred to Clayton State but I was the alcoholic at Albany State I went to family Okay, so did you um, graduate from there? I cannot wait till I graduate. Uh, I, I, who taught me how to drink, fam? You? Albany State taught me how to drink. <laughs> I can definitely HBCU. <laughs> Albany State taught me how to drink, Family but on me, bro. Like I, I used to, I ain't have no interest in drinking at all. I mean, I'm still, I'm not no alcoholic. Like I'm not no. Well, we I was an alcoholic. alcoholic. We gotta get. But if we chilling, we vibe, nah, I drink it. It don't matter. I'm not going to um, like, pass out, slide me drunk. Like, I, that doesn't happen to me. But I passed out another thing, down. if you listen to my music and you like it, type in Q to Barber. Q-T-H-A. Barber. B-A-R-B-E-R. Right, Barber. Q to Barber. That's my brother who I made music with. Mm-hmm. We both put out songs and we both own each other's songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rockstar. If 
already out. We dropped it on his birthday last year. He dropped every year on his birthday. We drop it again, January 29th. It's okay. If, if it's wrong, <laughs> I, just let me know and I'll go in and edit it. It's fine. January 29th, she dropping again. Uh, Rockstar. It really was a Rockstar lifestyle. Like I said, hey, the amount of sleep that I had the past three days. Nah, if you been up like that. I promise you, the past three days, me. I had four hours of sleep. And within them four hours of sleep, two of them hours while I was asleep, I woke up. Everybody on my phone tripping. Like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I just went to sleep. That's it. That's all that happened. I just went to sleep. Everything's Not cool. Not that getting upset because you went, went to, to sleep. sleep. I just went to sleep. It's cool. Everybody still keep doing what I said to do before I went to sleep. I just went to sleep. It is what it is. I know how it well, speaking with dropping, how you were just talking about dropping music, let's go ahead and revisit the song I was mentioning earlier, Warm Up. If you don't mind, can you just tell the viewers or your fans more about that song and how can they find it? When are you dropping it? Album you told Definitely. me you was releasing? Definitely. Definitely tell us about it. So if you really want to just listen to it, listen to it right now, you have to listen to it in pieces. I'm sorry, because it's not out all the way. It's not on Apple Music yet, but it will be on my album. It's the first song. We got a release date yet, or it's just the. It's spring. It's coming out spring break. I don't got a uh, exact date because it's coming out spring break. Um, the rollout for my album. So like I said, Q, he dropping a lot of songs. I'm on a lot of his songs, but he dropping his project, which is his project, on his birthday. And I'm dropping my album, Spring Break. So, like, when it gets warm up, when it's starting to warm up, mm. I'm my album. First song on it. Are, warm up. Are there any inspirations behind this album? Is this album going to tell a story? What's yeah, going on? Definitely. The, this is my first album since signing. So, it's going to be my first completely studio edited. Okay. Um, Completely full out for this project album. Um, and uh, got visuals coming out for everything. It's gonna be. So we're gonna have to bring you back when that album, album drops. The title of the album is That's Papa. Good, because that was my next question. I was gonna say, what's the name of this album? <laughs> <laughs> that was my the next title question. The so. album is That's Papa. So that's my hashtag and shit. That's my. Um, that's my. That's my website that's popping out all right so y'all heard it here first album releasing what's popping spring break make sure you don't miss it and can you tell them where they can come find your instagram and also your platforms you're streaming on everything yeah so um i'm streaming on everything wherever you listen to music at you can find me and my instagram artist everything is the same Papa Nine. It's P A P A N Y Papa Nine. And y'all heard it first here. So, and make sure y'all also stay tuned because after this, we're going to play some of his songs. And I want y'all to stay tuned and listen to it. So, once again, thank you for tuning in at Dear Pretty Girls. And I thank you for coming on to the show. Sure, it was sure. a vibe. I really Definitely. messed with you. So, Definitely. I really appreciate it. And like I said, make sure y'all stay tuned. Peace. Get the money, we live in lavish. True. True. Let's pop a whole lot of jewelry in designer fashion. Yo, Lex. Dripping. Hey, he made it burn. Yeah. 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 Hold on. Get my angle and my bitch right. The bitch. I done came up in this bitch to drip tonight. I'm on too much joy at my crib tonight. Let's go. I got two bad bitches off your head tonight. Yo. We flexing how we live. Uh, know you and your feelings. I can't help you when you're feelings. How you feel right now? I'm up right now. You not. That's not my business. Uh, keep my sucker close. You not my game. And we not chilling. Uh, keep my sucker close. You not my game. And we not chilling. Down with things. We find demons. Sipping
easy, bitch is feeling this a life I'm breathing. I got hoes, might be yours, why she all with me then? Grew up how I grew up, taught me that it life and need me. I seen it, then I done it. I want it, then I want it. Finessing all these hundreds, but none of them coming. Don't ever fall up by no bitch, it's always about some money. These bitches love me, niggas send me, I just find it funny. Hold on, get my angle and my bitch right, the bitch. I done came up in this bitch and drippin' out. I'm on too much joy, yeah, that my crib tonight. Let's go, I got two bad bitches off and hit tonight. We flexing how we live. Know you and your feelings, I can't help you and your feelings. How you feel right now, I'm up right now, you not. That not my business, though. Keep my circle closed, you not my game, and we not chillin'. Look, keep my circle closed, you not my game, and we not chillin'. If I don't make it, I legit and catch me with a scammer. Oh, we be brawling in the phone and whip on my hummer. Oh, with the robbers on my city, get hot in December. Hot, y'all need a nine over smoking on the instrumentals. I live my life, stay on my toe like I was playing center. Papa probably hit it, thought I'm playing, I ain't playing with him. Don't matter if it ops or if it's best, my youngest go and get him. So we gon' go and get him. We count the spoils, split him. No slime, we caught that venom. This life won't never fit him. Play around like nine or ten on. Yeah, we were young and dumb for real, but we were getting money. So much designer mismatch on me, shit, this little ugly. Tell me how I put the little bitch, buddy. She says that she want me. Tell me how these diamonds in the chain and all they go look on me. Tell me how you gave your heart to a hoe who wanna fuck my homie. These niggas done it, bitches cold, that's why we came along. Uh, yeah, hold on, get my angle and my bitch right. The bitch, I done came up in this bitch to drip tonight. I'm on too much joy, yeah, that my crib tonight. Let's go, I got two bad bitches off and here tonight. Yo. It's time. We're not chilling, we're not chilling, we're not chilling, we're not chilling, we're not chilling.